Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Dunzo. This is a podcast that explores hookups and breakups of famous lovers and friends, both real and fake, in all the discarded pop culture of yesteryear. I'm your host, Troy McKeady. You guys, welcome to another episode of Dunzo. It is me, Troy McKeady, and I am joined today by... Essentially, we're siblings now, correct? We're like yes, brothers. Absolutely. Yeah. We're basically related. Yeah. Zachary's we, we look here. very similar, I think. <laughs> we sound similar. Our yeah, voices get absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I have to tell people constantly that I'm not you and vice versa. It's yeah. a never ending struggle. I feel it. Um, Zach, how are you? I'm good. You know, I'm uh, technology's been really crazy today. So trying to get to this recording has felt like I have been going on planes and trains and but i'm here <laughs> and i'm excited and you're here and i'm excited to be here with you so i'm so excited we first first of all this is kind of an emergency episode yeah this is this is more for me and zach than anybody because i just i feel like we both need to just purge thoughts. i think we could have just posted our voice notes and it would have been the same <laughs> sort of show right <laughs> So you guys saw from the description what we're talking about today. We're doing a little Britney update, um, just as far as like what's been going on. And people obviously message me a a lot about what's going on with her and her Instagram and the post and what's real and what's not. And I just want (laughs) to say right off the top that I don't listen. Listen to me. (laughs) I don't have any real answers. Okay. I don't. I do not, as I always say, I do not have my ear to anybody's bedroom door. Like, I don't, I do not know why Britney posts certain things, but we can speculate. Jason Alexander tried to figure it out, but they, they threw him on the ground, right? He was, <laughs> Britney! <laughs> um, I, I'm a little disappointed to hear that, you know, because I'm looking at these, looking at these bullet points we got going and I'm like, hmm, okay. So I am not... I have to keep myself from actively going down the rabbit hole of conspiracy theories for Britney Spears, mm. right? Because mm-hmm. I will get I will get way too obsessed. I will believe everything, very mm-hmm. susceptible to the influence of social media, right? Yes. And I expect you to have the answers because you do go down that rabbit hole. I do. <laughs> I do on occasion yes. like to take a trip down the old rabbit hole 
And, you know, well, the reason is because people send me all kinds of shit. So I get people who send me stuff that's like really, really far conspiracy. Like they mm-hmm. really believe that like everything is a sham. Britney isn't running her Instagram. The marriage is fake. Sam's in on it. Tristar is in control. Britney hasn't posted herself in forever. Full clone. Like, you know. Yeah. And then there are people on the complete opposite spectrum that are like really happy for her. We've her never been more divided as as a Britney fandom. We really yeah. are, you know, we and I see why split. it's confusing too, though. I do understand that. Um, yeah. I don't know if I lean as much into the conspiracy theories as as some people do. I think I'm more on the side of she's probably freer than a lot of people are giving her credit for, right? Um, I do think there's always going to be a level of control, and I think she's always, just from the way she's kind of been, her mind has been trained from a very mm-hmm. early age that I think she's always going to be comfortable with that sort of control as well. Mm-hmm. Um that that's never going to go away, but as f- the amount of control that I do see in some of these conspiracy theories, I guess we could start with the Instagram, right? What do you think yeah. about that? What are you thinking about her Instagram and whether she's like running it or not? Well, oh God, I I'm so back and forth. There are moments where I'm like, this is so Britney. Mm. This feels like fucking Britney. This feels like pissed off, angry Britney, and like. Even the captions sometimes, like, I hear them in her voice, you know? Yeah. And, like, I can feel that it's her. And then there are times when the posts are are so confusing that I don't know if it's her. Yeah. And I don't know if it's somebody... Though I'll tell you where my mind wants to go, where I I stop it from going. Where my mind likes to go, especially after an edible or two, uh, is that... Oh, gosh. I need to be with yeah. you when you're high to, to go through all of these. Oh, my God. I, that's exactly. what I want to do. I want I want you to take me down the rabbit hole when you, when you get out. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, but the place that my mind goes is, like, is there a person who has, like, an, of, an invested interest in making her look not... making her look like an unreliable resource on her Instagram. Mm -hmm. Like, is there a, are there a team of people behind the scenes that purposely kind of like make things a little off so that we think that she's not stable or something. That's where my mind goes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You. I feel like a lot of it has to be her, right? Because I compare them with the letters of truth. Like we have, samples to kind of compare Mm -hmm. it with right and i try to picture like i try to imagine if she had emojis when she was writing the letters of truth like Mm -hmm. where would they be placed and all of that and i try to like you know do my own little uh, analysis there and it seems like her it does there are definite posts that she is not posting but do i think that there's a it's a there's a sinister intent behind it or is it that she is so used to having people do things for her and she tells somebody to post something for her that they do mm-hmm. it and, you know, they write whatever they want or, you know, she gives them a, a general outline of what to write or however that goes. There's absolutely somebody posting for her, like, a lot of times. Yeah. Um, I think the fact that we're not seeing her in her house is a little sketchy, but also not because of the security breach that we just had at, right. her, at her house, right? She's not going to post that for a little while. She did post today. Um saw a little message about that. She's like, maybe I'll let you guys see my house, you know, sometime. Um, She said that today. uh, And she's posting all of these old things. And I just feel like Britney Spears is somebody who takes like a million and one of a single selfie and will probably post all of them over time. Mm -hmm. I just, I get that vibe from her. She's, she's, you know, 
auntie with the with an Instagram, you know? Right. Um but then as far as the control aspect, like I we have seen time and time again that music industry will never like let go of that control just because Jamie Spears and the conservatorship is gone, and I do think it's gone. That the music industry is something that hasn't like really been like delved into when it comes to her, that they still own her. They own her yeah. image, they own her music, they own all of that, right? So yeah. it's that's something that needs to be sort of gone into a little bit more. Do I think like Sam is like holding his hand over her mouth and like making her post that? No, of course not. I don't think that stuff is going on. I don't think any of the people around her are doing, I think she has a team of people around her, like making strategic moves in the, in the public eye, right. To, to either keep her in the public eye or to do this, that, and the other. But I think where the control comes in is the big companies, the big people making money off of her, right. Um, Talk a little, we need to talk a little bit more about that, people. Like, yeah. I want to see more about that because whether or not she's running her Instagram, I don't think is as serious a situation as people are making it out to be. Well, I also think that a lot of it comes from the fact that <clears throat> post, I think a lot of people, and I'll, I will include myself in this, I think a lot mm. of people had this idea when the conservatorship was like officially ended publicly that she that her her instagram would like drastically change yeah and that it would become very clear and she would be on instagram live and shit and she would be it would be so clear that it's her and like her post would be so like night and day and i think the fact that they still feel cryptic the fact that the the they they still have this like sort of like head tilt equality about them yes it, it it makes it's like unresolved and you and i talked about this that like mm -hmm. there's all of it is still just so unresolved all every single aspect of it yeah and i think i see i even hesitate talking about this stuff because i, I know because people people get angry about this people get really pissed about this right um i i think we're seeing somebody with a lot of trauma working their trauma out mm -hmm. before us I don't think she knows how to not live her life in front of us, you know? That's how and I, I think feel. I think she's living her trauma in front of us and going through it. I think everything, all these captions that we see are her, like, working through. We've talked about this. Her working through sections of the book she's currently working on, right? Mm -hmm. Like, like if she's working on a specific chapter, we get a lot of Instagram captions about that, right? I feel like we're going to get the Jamie Lynn in the pool eating a, a, a chocolate smoothie. <laughs> that We're going to get that story in the book, okay? <laughs> that was put out there enough that we're going to get it. Um mm -hmm. I I think it's it's sad to see some of the some of this unclarity in her Instagram and some and some of the way she's posting for herself because I think it just is a public display of trauma that we shouldn't be privy to. I know, you know? I know. And it's kind that's of sad that we are the biggest takeaway. To yes. me, that's the the ultimate takeaway from her Instagram. It's like like that's basically my answer to everybody who asks me about it. And like she is a person who's like dealing with some extremely intense shit mm -hmm. through the the only outlets that she has and she's not like really good at using them yeah because she wasn't like acclimated in the same way that we were and we should not be seeing this stuff. like we shouldn't be privy to this that's the the yeah. main thing you know but she doesn't like you said she doesn't know how to not see well and also think approval. about it right like 
this is stuff that we, you and I would say, oh, well, you say, you talk about that in therapy, you go to therapy, right? You, mm-hmm. That's something for your therapist. Therapy's a traumatic situation for her now. She's not going to a fucking therapist. If she does, no. like, you know, we're, we, I, I doubt we'd know about it, but like, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if she never goes to a fucking therapist again, you know? Yeah. Um, she even, she's even said it in a caption before. I don't believe in therapy. I believe it's between you and God or, you know, so her way of having control and not, you know, having to go to a therapist X amount of times a week is putting it all out there. And this has gone on since the beginning of her career, right? Her letters of truth were just like this. It is yeah. this, the letters of truth situation repeating itself just with a more broken person who is trying to actively put themselves back together and doesn't know whether to do it in private, doesn't know what to do in front of us, doesn't want to go to therapy because she, you know, she might be traumatized from that. Like she's figuring this out. And I think we're also stressing her out by constantly speculating about this. She fucking hates being in this fucking country. You know? know, like it's just <clears throat> to see it from the bigger picture and to see the way people obsess mm-hmm. over her every single move is so traumatic. Like, that is the most awful part to me. Like, I yes. just cannot believe that we are back in this place. Like, we're right back where we started. And we're just, like, in a... Like, we view it differently. We're more, like, aware of, like, mental health and stuff. But we're doing the exact same thing to her absolutely it's like instead of screaming in her face that you're a whore you're barefoot you're nasty you're gross we're like screaming we understand you we see you but we're still screaming in her fucking face right yeah like we're doing a podcast right now speculating on her you know we're still doing it and she's fucking over it. She even said that she, all those documentaries, and I told you this, man. I told you she was not going to like did. all them bitches. You um, literally, I thought about you when she said that. <laughs> because it just, she already said it very clearly that she wanted to tell her own story. And I think she was very appreciative of the first one. And then I think they just kept coming. Like the Netflix documentary, what was the reason for the Netflix documentary? Which one was the one that was awful? There was one that was really like pointless. I think it was the Netflix one. Was it? I don't remember yeah. which one it was because they were all pretty much the same. But like yeah. they had their purpose. I understand that. But they also were like, I don't know. How did that – I'm assuming they made money off of that. Did they def- donate to her defense fund? When she didn't have any control over her own fucking money? Like, what benefit other than, like, public awareness? Which is super important, by the way. I'm not diminishing that. Um, What way were we making her feel like we were not exploiting her, right? Or was she just feeling exploited? Well, I mean, can you imagine us watching those documentaries just as, like, fans? Mm -hmm. was frustrating because there was so much left out. There was so much perspective that they were missing as people who clearly paint by numbers documentaries. Yeah. I mean, it was like they got their research from Wikipedia. That's what Mm -hmm. it felt like. So can you imagine being her seeing that when we don't even know half the fucking story and it was still frustrating? But I mean, and I said when they came out, like there were teenagers on YouTube making better documentaries than those people. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's true. Like it's just they were absurd. And looking back, like thinking about the fact that there were like four of them back to back and they were all competing with each other. It was sick. Yeah. It was and it sick. wasn't out of care for Brittany. It was the networks wanting to cash in on this, this, this huge story, you know, yeah. because now it's gone from 
here's the interesting thing. Now mm-hmm. it's gone from like, like, like oogling at her and like public obsession to like trauma porn. Yes. Yes. Now it's now it's trauma porn. Now it's poor Britney. Now it's like instead of like being cruel to her and being you know laughing at her in her face when she's crying, it's like now we're obsessively diagnosing her and we're all just so obsessed with this tragic story and now it's like you can't like you can't even acknowledge like any moments of her career music videos anything without people talking about how sad it all is how tragic this whole thing is as if there was nothing as if her whole life has just been this big you know sad story and when somebody like her who is very much focused on positive right yeah but, but naturally would have negative in negativity inside of her that she's trying to expel how is she right. supposed to do that if people keep pouring it back into her does it does it has it changed you in the way that you cover her? Because I find myself not even wanting to talk about her publicly anymore. Like the wedding yeah. was the first time I talked about her publicly in a long time because it was such a happy thing. And that we and it was nerve wracking all day. But then when we saw those photos, we were like, oh, fuck, mm-hmm. we want to talk about this. Like she looks so happy. Right. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to talk about her anymore. I don't want to talk about how sad she is. And we're gonna we're doing it. Don't give us no shit because we're doing it today. Okay. <laughs> but but has it changed the like way you cover her? Completely. One thousand percent. It made me realize that for one thing, I don't feel like I can follow this anymore. Like I don't even feel like I know how to follow it anymore. I feel like I've I've completely lost control of this like narrative in my mind like i don't understand like i I feel completely lost in it oh my god i fucking love that you just said that too because i feel so stupid as a britney fan that i don't understand entirely what's going on right now yeah and the narrative that is like kind of all over the place well it's because when you and i were following this every single day like psychopaths it was just her fans yeah now it's like every single living person in the entire world, you know, your great grandpa has opinions about Britney's Instagram. Everybody has a fucking opinion and everybody is diagnosing her. People who have not followed this or had no interest in her up until now are like, have the most to say. Yeah. So it's just really frustrating. And yeah, I don't, I gotta be honest. Like I do not enjoy talking about her anymore i really don't like i feel like i'm contributing to this like tornado yeah and i will also say too i was just listening to eat pray britney before we uh started recording i didn't listen just because i knew we were recording this but i will listen immediately after because i do not miss an episode of eat pray britney (laughs) (laughs) we love eat pray britney yes and they did an amazing job. I've always said I'm not a court girl. I'm not a court's document girl. I ne- I don't understand the legal system. I don't understand anything. I wait until things are really broken down. And they are so good at breaking down the court stuff and everybody involved, the names, the lawyers, the people, the dates. Like They are fucking incredible. So yeah. if you haven't listened to their newest episode, I highly suggest it. This will not be as highbrow as Eat, Pray, Britney. <laughs> oh, but it's okay. We're just, we're the, we're the, uh, we're the Snookies, okay? 
<laughs> the meatballs. We're the meatballs, and and they're just you know on a, they're 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 jaywow. They're a little bit higher, yeah. you know, can handle their liquor, and we're like off in the corner peeing. You know? <laughs> we're running into a bush. I'm on a um, Jersey Shore rewatch right now, and it's just all that's in my mind. <laughs> that's so funny. I was gonna say you must be watching Jersey Shore right. Now. Oh yeah, you told me that. Yes. Um. Well, I also have a, a theory that. I think that Britney deletes the post because she doesn't want them on her feed, but she wants them out into the world. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. She's not a dumb girl, right? She's been yeah. in this business for a long time. She knows how things work, and she does pick up on things, right? Um, at yeah. first, I was thinking, well, she just doesn't know how to, the edit button works or something like that, or she's not happy with this edit of the picture. But I totally right. think it's – it's. I think you're right. I think she uh, – She'll post something about like like the Jansen stuff. I'm sure we're we're about to get into that, but like the Jansen text, she she posted it, she deleted it, and she knew it would stay out there, right? Yeah, she yeah, and and I understand like not wanting like why would you want that like on your Instagram like forever, right? Well, but it's also like wants... it's also like a 16 year old girl, right? Like a 16 year old girl would do that. Britney Spears yeah. is still a 17 year old girl, guys. Like yeah. mentally, that's probably where she is um yeah and the way to kind of get back at people or to like you know say something if you're able to retract it she's gonna retract it real quick because she knows it's gonna stay out there and somebody's gonna see yeah. it right like that's exactly what a high school girl would do and it works yeah she, i mean we all know i mean she knows that we're all screenshotting everything and you know and she also by the way we all we can confirm now that britney is like in bed like shame scrolling she's just like us yeah. like she's in bed deep on instagram mm -hmm. scrolling deep you know what i mean so Which she knows I, these I accounts exist i do hate that i know because i feel like we because like what we were just talking about with this narrative kind of being spun everywhere with people who don't even know what they're fucking talking about um, right she's seeing all of these different stories put out there and she's posting time and time again that she is unhappy with the stories that are being put out there and the paparazzi photos and stuff like that. It is kind of, we are starting to spiral back <laughs> into like 2005, oh, yeah. six, seven again. Oh yeah. Like we're, we're just back. getting back there. And I don't think it, we're starting. I think it's, I think we're gone. We're back. Yeah. It's just hard. It's so I guess for me, it's like hard to really like, accept that because i'm like it was really intense back then but it can mm -hmm. still be not as intense but we could still be in that same sort of like yeah yeah uh, whatever that sort of space is um and i know she's seeing all of that because i 100 percent agree with you i think she's doom scrolling for herself I, I think she's searching her name i think she is like for the first time in 14 years she's able to like go you know and do whatever the hell she wants she's fucking looking herself up in all different and ways. And she's looking at people be, you know, it's, like, different than, like, in the tabloid days when you would, like, open a magazine and see, like, a bad yes. picture of yourself or whatever. You know, we all, we know that Britney was, like, a, a tabloid girl. She loved buying those magazines. But now it's, like, she's looking at, like, fan sites mm -hmm. that are posting her every move and, you know, docu... I mean, it's it's crazy. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about Courtney... Laura Lynn and Jansen. I have a lot now. of opinions on this, and I'm gonna get like everybody's gonna hate me. <laughs> no, they're not. They're well, going all, to. They're gonna. <laughs> well, first of all, let's let, let's explain 
who they are because I got mm. so many messages from people being like, "Who the fuck is Jansen?" Really? Which I, I see. Yeah. I t- this is what we're fucking talking about. Exactly. Stay out of the conversation, okay? Go yeah. go watch Live from Hawaii, okay? You'll find <laughs> out who those girls are. <laughs> if you, that's it, yeah, like if you don't know the name Jansen. You should have no opinions about what's going on. With Is her. that the name that stuck out in your head most? Laura Lynn always sticks. It out was always Laura Lynn for me. <laughs> yeah, of course. Cor- Courtney and Laura Lynn. Yeah, <laughs> Jansen was always around, but it was always Laura Lynn was like the one, you know. Yeah. So Laura Lynn is the cousin, correct? Laura Lynn's Laura her cousin. Laura Lynn is the cousin. But they all grew up together because they were all in like preschool together and just spent their whole lives together. Yeah, and like. Britney's mom was like a teacher too so it's like mm-hmm. you know they they really literally did grow up together I think Britney has said many times that they like shared a crib yes and this you is know. already like a real small town Kentwood real small town where everybody would they would know each other anyway but they were like soul she said they were soul sisters like they yeah. were even closer than it would be in a small town you know they were legit sisters with each other by the way we've talked about going to Kentwood we don't know we don't feel like it's safe for Britney fans after dark anymore <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so we're like, mm, I don't know. It's a little scary. I would love to go to the Britney Museum, but I am terrified. As a to. black, as a black homosexual in Kentwood, Louisiana, it's a little terrifying. <laughs> but I want to go. I think we should. I think we should, and just like road trip it to another city or something. Yeah, go to New Orleans or something. Um, but yeah, so these three: Courtney Jansen, Laura Lynn, they're her soul sisters. They are the ones that were in every single like special. Anytime mm-hmm. she talked about her best friends, she was in whenever she, she had her, uh, when she first got under the conservatorship and she was, uh, for the, doing the, for the record documentary, they came to visit. Um, yep. was it all three of them that came to visit or was it just, yeah, yeah, it yeah. Was. They all dressed up like fairies and witches together and, you know, they were staples. If you, if you are a true Britney fan, you know who these three women are. Yeah. I mean, and it's so funny cause it's like, just even saying their names, like Court, Courtney, Laura, Lynn, Jansen, like it just, just it rolls off the tongue so yes. easy because you've been saying it for so long. And, you know, I I often talk about Britney's orbit, um, her original orbit and how, you know, it, it was like her fans really knew these people. Like you knew Felicia, you know, Big Rob, you know, Big Mo, like, mm-hmm. you know, Courtney, Laura, Lynn and Jansen, you know, like the just the people involved, you know. And they were so much a part of that. Like you said, they were always on these like uh, specials and stuff. And she also just took them everywhere. I mean, they they literally traveled the entire globe with her for years. Yes. She and that's that who she was. She wanted her girlfriends there on the experience with her. Right. Because Britney Spears had Britney Spears never become famous. She'd have been an LSU college girl with she had gone with them. They'd have all been like sorority girls you know lsu oh uh tan and dripping by the water you know flirting with all the boys oh that would have been God. them they'd have been a group of four and it's yeah. weirdly whittled down to a group of three is what it seems like after all the yeah. years and all the things that britney's done for them it's it's you go through their instagrams you know and you're seeing you're seeing the three of them now mine is britney and i think that's kind of where we're leading into is that uh yeah, what what happened? Well, okay, so first of all, on, on one of the jokes that they made on Eat Pray Britney is that somebody taught uh, Lynn how to screenshot because she because Lynn, 
Because <laughs> she screenshot. I thought it came from Lynn at first. I was like, me too. And I was trying to read it, and it wasn't making sense to me. And I yeah. was like, I was like, what the hell? What is she talking about? <laughs> Lynn. And then I, I realized it came from somebody else, and I did not know where it came from until you sent. Because I had never seen Jensen's Instagram page. Um, and then you sent me a screenshot from Jansen's page, and I'm like, mm, looking it up. And I followed her immediately because if she goes private, I'm in I there. Know. I'm in the room. I know. <laughs> that was smart. That was smart. Um, but yeah, so Lynn originally had posted this like conversation, um, this like one sided conversation. Oh, actually, Brittany, Brittany posted uh, a a one sided conversation with Jansen with her like asking about medications and she's saying like, you know, this lithium is like really strong and they want to up the dose. And like, I know that you're just going to tell me that everything's going to be fine and that I should take it. But like, I'm really scared. It was very troubling. The yeah. textbook and there were no responses. And it, you know, Brittany and her caption had said like, basically that like, she was deserted and abandoned and that when she was reaching out to people for help, that they weren't responding. Yeah. Who did she so text? Then, she texted her mother, Jansen. And was there a third one? Sam Ingham. Yes, okay. Sammy Gum. Um, and then Lynn posted the same screenshot, but and it said like she had posted it really weird, like a mom would. It was like half cut off, and she was like, "Brittany, how dare you? We love you. Just open your arms to us. We want you back." She Brittany. said, I, "I also have the quote unquote full conversations, yeah. Brittany." Let me come to you. Let me come to you, Brittany. <laughs> yes. Let me come to you. That's what she kept saying. Let me come to you. Um, and then Jansen posted the full text where she did yeah. respond. And she said, like, after years and years and years of trying to get a hold of you, to trying to contact you, we were being blocked from every angle. And at the time, obviously, Brittany's text messages were being manipulated and she wasn't receiving, mm -hmm. you know, certain messages and she didn't know that there were numbers blocked and things like that were happening. So, you know, obviously, in my opinion, I do think that the girls did try and help. Like, I can't imagine a yes. world where they didn't try and help Brittany, of course. Right. But I do also understand. And you and I talked about this. I understand Brittany's perspective mm -hmm. of being like. Okay, so you tried to do some shit behind the scenes. You tried to make some calls for me. My sister gave me a phone number. Thanks. Like, you yeah. also know that I'm the most famous person in the fucking world. Jansen has done interviews many times. She's been in a few documentaries. So what's stopping you from calling Entertainment Tonight or The View or literally anybody and yeah. saying, hey, like, I have inside information. I think Britney Spears is in danger and she's probably going to, like, die. But, like, fucking hell, man. You got a damn Instagram account, too. Any, literally, We're on social yeah. media. They would pick it up and run with it like wildfire. You don't even have to find the number to Entertainment, you know, tonight. Yeah, totally. It would have been fucking easy for you to do that. Here, let's break this down a little bit, okay? Because the Brittany Lynn situation is an ongoing thing that is just already on its own sort of footing. I think the right. relationship between Brittany, Laura Lynn, Courtney, and Jansen is super interesting on its own, and it's not something we have actually talked about all that much until this happened, right? Right. Um, those were her girls. Those were her soul sisters, right? We... Who was it that kind of confirmed to us that they were blocking numbers in her phone and so that people wouldn't text her back or she wouldn't get the messages that back? I feel like it was Lance Bass, but maybe not. Um... Well, they also had said that in a few of the documentaries, too. Ah, possibly. It could be that. Um, yeah. But somebody, yeah. So it's very clear that whoever 
was in charge of like monitoring her and like monitoring mm-hmm. all of her her communications. They had an iPad or something that was mirroring all of her text messages, all of her phone conversations. Like they were getting everything. Uh, there were people blocking numbers in her phone so that she would text them and they wouldn't they would respond, but it wouldn't go through, so she wouldn't get a response back. I fully yeah. believe that is what happened with that specific example that Jansen posted, right? Is I think that Brittany was reaching out. Somebody saw that and and blocked that shit. And then oh. Jansen didn't get back in there. Which that is makes my stomach hurt. And it's so like I I we're gonna keep it positive as much as we can, right? Without like being a little poor Brittany. Oh, poor Brittany. I know. But fucking hell, really? Really? Like what a way to like isolate somebody, but I don't think that she would how would how would she know? She'd have to go instance by instance to figure out how, who that all happened to, right? So like if she posted oh, this one about Jansen, thought. yeah, yeah. If she posted this about Jansen recently, then she wouldn't have known that Jansen responded right yeah so then jansen puts that out there and clarifies it but which is all good and fine it does sound like they were helping her i exactly like what you said is that i think they were actively trying to help her but what else did i say to you i said that i think those girls are in a bubble in kentwood or wherever they're living covington i don't fucking know and Mm -hmm. they're in a bubble where they're talking to the Spears family, they're talking to you know all of the people they've known their whole lives, and those people are are saying over and over again, Brittany is mentally ill. Don't listen to Brittany. Brittany's mentally yeah. ill, and I think they listened to that for a very long time, right? I agree. Um, and I think and they couldn't they, talk to her to get to have their minds be changed. After Jamie came back in, after Brian was in control during that whole 2016 time, he cut everybody was cut out. I think those yeah. girls were cut out. I think everybody was cut out, and I understand. Up until that time that, you know, Brittany may not have even been asking for help, but she was actively asking for help, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you text her back and she doesn't answer you or something, go to the press. Yeah. You, and it's up to you, those girls to go to the press. Uh, they, they all, everybody that Brittany ever had close conversations with or close relationships with should have gone to the person. I love Felicia. I love her. I think she's got one of the best hearts of anybody I've ever seen, but I think she let Brittany down too, because go to the press. What is the worst that can happen is that you won't be allowed to talk to Brittany. You already aren't talking to Brittany. Right. Why aren't you talking to anybody? You know? Yeah. And that's I, what I, yeah. But that's what the, the thing that you and I talked about where I was like, if your worst fear is like, jamie spears yeah it's like i understand that he's like a scary guy or whatever that you know everybody describes him as like this like disney villain and like i get it but like my god like if you think she's she could die and also courtney laurelin and jansen had more insight into how controlled yes she was than anybody so if you and especially like they were around during the creation of the conservatorship i mean they saw all of the the foundation of all that stuff happening they were there they were still very active in her life like you know how her dad is you know how her life is you know how her team is Mm -hmm. if she's not responding wouldn't you then think that something was wrong you wouldn't be like well i better move on with my life yeah what the fuck that's wild to me i understand them maybe being a little confused right as the conservatorship was being put into place, right? Because they're being told that this is what needs to happen. We're all seeing it on the news that she's running around. Yeah. And like to us, that looks like she's out of control, right? Mm-hmm. It's out of control. So they must have thought, oh, well, this is the right thing for her. This is keeping her safe. This is keeping her alive, you know? Yeah. But you cannot tell me 
across 14 years, they didn't have red flags, bells going off, nothing. When all of these people are suddenly around her, she's never allowed in the same room by herself. Robin fucking Green, Green, Greenwall, Green Hill, Green Charge <laughs> is always there, you know? Um, like, don't fucking bullshit me that there wasn't anything you could do because there's there's plenty that you could do and there's plenty that all of them could do. And I think that these these three girls are different from the family in a way that uh, they there's just a different relationship when you have best friends like that, deep rooted best friends, because you don't yeah. have to have the the uh, societal norms that that people put on you when it comes to family relationships, right? With family relationships, everybody's like, you better respect your parents no matter what. Respect your mother, respect your father, you know? Um, mm -hmm. With your girlfriends, you don't have to have that, you know? You build yeah. that respect. I and agree with that. So they just, they had a different relationship with her than her family did. And it must and have been one that was maybe even deeper. That's like a really good point when you say like, that's like something that you build on. And then if you think about it from the perspective of like, she's a person who can't even make friends in a normal way. So for her to have let them into her world, the way that she did, like it really meant something. Yeah. And not even, I mean, even the fact that like, you know, she would always mention them. She would always mm -hmm. mention their names. Like the fact that we know them with such shorthand is because we heard her say their names thousands of times. Yeah. You know, and it's just, it's just like, that was the thing that really, of all of this stuff, obviously all of it is so sad, but there's just something about knowing how they manipulated her relationships and, mm -hmm you know her f truly not just like feeling alone but literally yeah being so isolated and you know the fact that people don't understand socially what that would do to somebody you know yeah when you like, sent me that picture of the three of them and like it was the most recent one that jansen had done yeah on her instagram and she's like uh you know sometimes in life you get your your sister i don't know big big like long post about courtney and lord lynn and it's a picture of, the three of them it's a little picture of the three of them and i'm like it couldn't hurt i understand maybe if you don't have a picture of her with you it doesn't hurt to add into your caption just My missing God. just missing our fourth sister our fourth soul sister where the hell is that because you know britney spears is watching your instagram you know yeah. she sees that you you're you're allowing her to be hurt even worse right um uh, but this is where people are not gonna like me right i still think this is a relationship that can be healed i think this is again a different one it's very different than the family they absolutely benefited from britney spears being this megastar that she was right um, right Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But I think they went on with their own lives, and I think they, like, started their own families, and we already know how that can be sometimes, right? Like, we all go yeah. through that, and you, you have your own things going on in life, and I just don't think they were looking out for her the way that they should have been. And I think somebody in Brittany's camp needs to encourage her to get in a physical room with them so that she can look them in the eye and say, you guys hurt me. You hurt me. Yeah, I was here. I was by myself. Nobody was helping me. I was scared. I thought I was going to die. They were, you know, all of these things were happening to me, and you guys didn't do anything. And then they can look her in the eye, and they can say, we did do something. Here's the phone. Here's all of the messages that you maybe didn't get. You probably didn't get. Here's everything. And then she can look them back in the eye, and she can stay. Well, you still hurt me, and... Uh, or no, she she doesn't. Okay, so this, in, in my mind, this, <laughs> sorry, I just no, broke my, keep, my no, dramatic keep going, going. Okay, so cut Brittany's last part out. Um, they show her the phone. They say, "This is how we helped you," and then they continue, and then they say, "Right, but we fucked up, and we could have done so much more, and we are so sorry, and we hope." And pray that you can forgive us. Uh, I'm gonna right? like get emotional. This is too much. They all need to be drinking wine. They need to be like oh, having oh wine. God. They need to. Brittany needs to be able to yell at them, and they need to be able to take it because this is what this is where I think we're missing things. Is that nobody is 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 being accountable for anything that has happened. Right? Everybody fucked up and let her down. Everybody did. Where is anybody's accountability? Everybody is so trying to just shift blame onto the next person that nobody's taking right. accountability for how you bet or, or didn't look out for Brittany, how you fucked up because all of you could have helped her. And like, yeah. imagine the amount of people that could have helped her. And if they had all spoken up, how quickly this would have been over. I know. Right? We could have done this exact thing that we just did 10 years ago. It's fucking ridiculous, man. And they all, th this is what I think is like frustrating her so much and like sending her into a tizzy is that nobody's taking accountability. And she's like, I feel hurt. And everybody's like, well, I don't know why you feel hurt. I tried, I did try to help you. You see the text messages? You just weren't getting them, I guess. No, you say, Brittany, here's how I tried to help. But you know what? I could have done so much more, and you're my soul sister, and I fucking love you, and I am so sorry. That's how you right. take accountability. You, you say that you didn't do what you should have done, um, but nobody's done that. Who has done that? Who Not has done that for her? Person. Nobody. When I talked about this, like, can you imagine being in the situation that she's in, and every single end is untied, all of them are loose? Not a single person has been 
slapped on the wrist. No, I mean, nothing has happened to anyone. Yeah. The doctors, the, the, nobody her, like, and, and her team, her, her family, her sister's doing a fucking press tour. Like, she's watching all this shit happen. Like nobody has had to be accountable. Nobody, not a single person. And you know, we're like celebrating a year or whatever of the conservatorship being over. Can you imagine what that feels like for her? Yeah. Yeah. Being in limbo Nobody's for a asking year about her. Nobody's asking no. about her. Everybody's too busy like defending themselves. And when she lashes out, they're like, oh my gosh, she's crazy. She's crazy. Why is she doing that? Why is she Why being is she so mean being to me? Brittany, I have um, I have Maddie and Ivy. Why are you being so mean? I will go to my attorney. I will do it. <laughs> like, like, Fuck off, really? Why are you putting the book out right as this whole thing has just ended? First of all, yeah. why are you... Everybody just... Nobody take, takes accountability. I think that's what she fucking... Like, that would be so healing for her. That would be healing for anybody. And she's a person just like everybody else. That would be so healing for her. For somebody to just yeah. take accountability. But you know what Lynn wants to do? Lynn wants to get in a room with her. Let me come to you, baby. Oh, she gets yep. in a room with her, and she says, well, it was your daddy. Mm-hmm. That's not accountability. That's not going to help her. That's gonna. She's still going to have this fire in her belly and be angry. She has anger yeah. inside of her right now. You know? How do you yeah. expel anger is when the people who fucking hurt you take accountability and say, I'm sorry. And people are seeing her angry. Yeah. And, you know, it doesn't help that like, if this had happened to a person that people had any fucking similar, like, any remnants of respect for at all in general, even before any of this happened, mm-hmm. it'd be completely different. It's 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 because it's specifically Britney, and she already had such a strange relationship with the public. It was It's always been so hard for people to see her as more than one-sided. Yeah. Everybody sees her as this sort of surface-level flat thing that has no depth you know, so now having gone through all of this shit that requires you to like think deeply about somebody, people literally can't. Mm-mm. They literally can't. Like people cannot wrap their heads around why we do not. It's like post conservatorship. Why is she not live from Las Vegas? Why is she not you? thriving? Right? That's what everybody's yeah. asking. She's free. She's free already. Why is she not thriving? Because she's dealing with trauma and anger and like frustration yeah. and sadness. Like she still has all of that. As much as many times as she wants to say in her captions, oh, I'm trying to, I've always just wanted to be the bigger person. I just want to like try to move on. I try to want to be, yeah, I want to try to be happy. She never will be because nobody gave her the catharsis that she needed, you know? Yeah. Like, even other tragic figures, even tragic figures who have passed, people like Whitney, you know, the public still at least looked at those people as, like, fully rounded individuals, like, fully formed adult-ass people. You know Mm. what I mean? Like, people look at Whitney Houston as a a grown-ass woman that had a daughter and a husband and a life and was, like, a grown-ass woman. You know? Like, people don't look at Britney like that they don't look at her as a fully formed human being that has like a whole range of emotions outside of, you know, being giggly and sweet and, and perfect for an interview. They just, they can't wrap their heads around it. Mm -hmm. And now it's like not even giggly and sweet anymore. It's that's gone. It's, you know, two day old makeup on her Instagram and, you know, doing doing things that people find disturbing or like mm-hmm. posting a naked picture, you know, like 
the and now this is her. This is her to everybody, you know, Brittany, yeah. who's crazy and and runs out of gas on the highway. Oh my gosh, wouldn't she? She can't obviously can't run her own life if she's running out of gas on the highway. Yeah, you know, and yeah. it's like she will not have a break. She will not have a break because we're contributing. We, we, you and I, doing this podcast, we're contributing to this. It's I just, know. but like, but like when I don't know. It starts with the people in her life taking accountability. That's when it's going to start. Okay. I don't see it happening. I don't see that happening. I don't see it happening either. I think, I don't, I don't think that she's ever going to get like the, the true justice that she deserves. I don't think it's going to happen. Even with the court stuff. Do you think? I don't think so. Mm -hmm. I don't think that it will play out. Like we all saw. Yeah. You know, like, in my mind, this was all going to end like the end of Cruel Intentions where Jamie is Michelle Geller. <laughs> is that her book? And she like publishes the book. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like and like all of us are the students standing around just like shaking our heads and like, holding our books. Like that's like the vibe. That is you such know? a good analogy, dude. That is a great comparison. <laughs> Thank you. But and, and that's what I've always wanted was like that public humiliation moment of Jamie having to like walk down the stairs of the courtroom and have every, you know, having thousands of people chase his fucking car home and beating on his car with fucking microphones and cameras and you know looking inside his windows and chasing him to the fucking cvs like that was what i thought was gonna happen you know Mm -hmm. i still don't know i i i I have a lot of faith that something's gonna happen because matthew rosengard is so aggressively pursuing this yeah that i have a lot of faith in him um i gotta be at the Glass same time, gold. though, no, but I understand what you're saying is at the same time, like, it's not a movie. Bad guys don't get theirs at the end. They just don't, yeah. especially in this business, right? Like, they just don't. The doctor wasn't the only person who was responsible for Michael Jackson's death. He's the only one that right. got, like, nailed down for it. That's but how many comparison. people were involved in that and got away with it, you know? That is literally the best comparison. It's just, yeah, that business is... is it, it is bigger than even Britney Spears, you know? So I don't, I don't even know about that. We'll just have to watch and see, I guess. Well, I do, now that we're here. Okay. Okay, we're here. We're, like, in the mud now, okay? I do want to, like, because you and I talked about the wedding in your face. Yes. <laughs> and I saw your notes. I looked down at him. I'm like, he's watching a lot of conspiracy TikToks. <laughs> I know, you know. Listen, Zach, we have to talk about this That's stuff okay. because if we don't, if we don't, people are gonna be mad at us if we don't. Fuck, be mad. <laughs> be, no, I want to talk about it. I want to because I want to hear all your thoughts on this. Okay, go for it. Okay, so Zach and I obviously covered the wedding, and we were all like you said earlier. We were all very, very, very in just a place of like, you know, oh, just being excited. Euphoria. I haven't felt Britney euphoria like that in so oh long. Oh my god! <laughs> seeing her smile, seeing her dance, it was literally. And I still feel that. Like, yeah. at the end of the day, she had fun that night. That cannot be denied, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But. She's having a great fucking time, but. <laughs> we've had some time now since the wedding. And listen, I will just be honest. It was fucking weird, okay? Mm. The wedding was weird. Yeah. I thought that. I thought that at the same time, though. Yeah, same. But you, I think we both had an understanding that this was like a weird thing happening. We, we were just excited. What part did you find the weirdest? One, if you had to slow it down to one, one. I think the thing that I found the weirdest was the way that they used that tiny group of celebrities to kind of represent 
Like, this is all fine. She's happy. Mm-hmm. Celebrities came. So it's a normal wedding. This is a celebrity wedding. Look at all these famous people who came. And it was just like, it it just felt like she had no real say over like what was really going on. Like, mm-hmm. and I'll always think it was weird that her kids weren't there. Yeah. I think the guest list was the weird part for me too. Yeah. I think that it, it, it said a lot, but it said nothing definitive at the same time. Right. Like right. it's fucking weird that the kids were not there. Um, the celebrities that were invited made sense because she was always talking about them. So mm-hmm. I get it why she would want to invite them. Nobody close to her was was invited, which again I get because they fucked her over and she wouldn't want the right. wedding, right? But does this say more that um, there was a, a Kate Hudson behind the scenes planning a, a celebrity, you know, PR uh, wedding guest list for this thing to kind right. of push it and promote it and all of that and to kind of like. Or was it a control thing, or was it just a sad thing that she doesn't have close friends to invite? Mm-hmm. Like, I think there's so many different roads with this. I just can't fathom that she, if she truly is in a place of being able to do what she wants and make and mm-hmm. call who she wants and whatever, that there aren't people who, from her past, that she would like to reconnect with, that she would have invited. Like, even people that... Like, I know, like, one or two of her dancers came. Yeah. But, like, you know. I want to know why Kate Kate Hudson wasn't there. I think Kate Hudson, because I understand, again, I understand the parents. I understand. I even understand Felicia, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Just because Felicia is still in that. It in cahoots with them. She's still talking to them, right? And Brittany could still be mad about that. But it seems like Brittany had a really, like, solid friendship with with Kate Hudson. That it's weird that Kate Hudson wasn't there. And, like, people also have to take into account that Britney Spears has had, like, an over 20-year career. Like, mm-hmm. she's con- she was connected. Yeah. You know, she had really deep-rooted connections with a lot of people. It, like, stylists, makeup people, hair, like, people in the industry, not even just giant names, right? Yeah. Like, her gays i mean britney's old gaggle of gays like and i'm not saying that she would invite her like old club gays to her wedding like that would be weird but like people she used to really be like truly friends with mm-hmm. that had nothing to do with any of this shit and that she just would like to connect with you know like i just thought it was so weird the way that small group of celebrities were being presented like i think that's a good word for it very much just presented. presented like it yeah. didn't feel genuine i guess it looked like a the pictures while so fun and i'm sure she had the time of her fucking life um mm-hmm. it looked like a movie set with like 20 extras and yes. you know if we're gonna go down the conspiracy theory i don't think i'm on that track i do think it, like she had a lot more to say in this in this whole wedding than she did but if we want to go down the conspiracy rabbit hole let's do it <laughs> well <laughs> And there is the one set. there's one conspiracy that i at this point i find damn near okay. undeniable okay okay and it's the selena gomez connection <gasps> i want to hear this britney's relationship to selena gomez on the internet can only be described as fucking weird i'm sorry i don't it's think so weird. no i don't agree. you don't think it was weird that she posted that weird thing about selena the other day and then deleted it 
that was the thing that was like connected with her mom too, right? Mm-hmm. Mm, that was weird. Okay, I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. <laughs> she's always promoting Selena's products. She does do. Oh my gosh, it's I'm I'm going weird. down this rabbit hole. I feel it. Zach, come on, that's weird. She promotes her albums and her perfume and her bathing suit lines and shit. But you saying it like break. that made made it kind of click a little bit. And because Selena I, is. I figured she just loved Selena so much. And she was like a it's big weird. Selena Gomez fan, but it's too much though. And it's mm. been consecutively years and years and years and years and years promoting her albums and sing- it's like fucking weird. And I will say this because many of you have sent it to me. Selena is connected to TriStar. Is she? Okay. Tell me yeah. this. How? Apparently, Selena is like a client of TriStar. <sighs> Many people have sent me that. She's directly connected to TriStar. And also, allegedly, Ansel, Ansel Elgore is too. That was fucking weird. That was... Uh, right? Talk about a movie set. There's a movie store. <laughs> and Ansel Elgort's just peeping in the background of this fucking wedding. Like, that is weird to me. That's the part of it that I that keeps oh me gosh. up. I'm not kidding. I need to search this. Hold on. I'm as you're talking, I'm gonna type in Selena Go on Twitter. Selena oh. Gomez <laughs> TriStar. Because if she really is involved with TriStar, that's a whole Yeah. I don't know. It's like a whole like door open. Like that's a Pandora's box. Oh fuck. Yeah. Like it's kind of public that she is so what's and the theory that what's the theory that like tristar still has like a little bit of control over this then yeah that they yeah. have a, that they are still controlling her life in, in some ways and you know you and i also talked about this like forever ago that i guess a lot of us and i'm gonna include myself we're naive to think that once the judge like you know declared the conservatorship over that everything would just be done mm-hmm. when this is like a you know a, a multi-million dollar thing yeah. this conservatorship is a business you know it's a whole industry like there are hundreds of people employed under this conservatorship that depend on it and they're not just gonna it, you know it's i don't know do you know what i'm trying to say so, yeah no i do in hollywood and in the music industry we all know that there's like you make the deal with the devil, right? They have all of these like Illuminati conspiracy theories, but it is pretty similar to that when you know uh, a, a movie studio or a, a music recording company will like pay their people to be certain ways and align with certain people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that is a real thing that happens, and right. you know you're not supposed to talk about it. And some people have slipped up and talked about it, but like they weren't supposed to. Um, there's a weird clip with somebody. I don't remember who was talking with her with him somebody was talking with kevin hart oh kelly clarkson was talking with kevin hart and she was bringing up how like uh people would like pay her wanted to pay her to do things like you know uh big big record executives wanted to pay her to do things or something and he like shut her up and wouldn't let her continue this was on her show i think and wouldn't let her continue and he's like we don't talk about them we don't talk about yeah he said something like that this is like a recent clip too that like has just started circulating so like it's out there um i just it is it's a lot harder for me to like kind of slip down that that slope that TriStar well, is still involved. 
it's a painful one to slip down. So I completely yeah. understand, you know, mm-hmm. like, I don't think people understand how intensely involved they are. And like, just generally in Hollywood, like yeah. they directly do business with the Kardashians and, and all of them separately, all of their separate businesses are like tri-star businesses. And, you know, it, it's all just so weird, like how involved they are around her. Yeah. Outside do, of even just her. Do you know last like year, Troy, um, last year before we were, we, we became friendly, I had to listen to your podcast to figure out what was going on with Britney. I'd have been like, what's happening with the Britney Spears and the TriStar? Oh, God. Who's, who's right here? What's the conspiracy theory I should go with? <laughs> and oh, now I'm God. here and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I think there's a lot of deep diving that needs to go into the whole big business of Britney Spears because I think there's a lot I of control too. there and I think there's a lot of dark seated deep seated stuff that are, that's really happening there and I think that's where people need to start digging in right um, yeah I think she's free I think she's free I think she not from them again not from them mm-hmm. I think in her personal life she's free I think she had a say of who was going to that wedding. I think it, a lot of, a lot of people were suggested to her and a lot of people were like put on the list and like, she was probably coerced or not coerced, but um, convinced to have them on the list. Right. Um, mm. For publicity mm. reasons, for whatever reasons. But uh, I think she, I don't think she's being locked up in her house or anything like that. I think she's, I think she's not fine, but you know, She's she's able to make the decisions, even though I don't think she may completely understand what that means. Well, I will go on record and say that I will never trust Sam ever. I don't fuck with. Are him we saying this though. publicly? Are we Listen, I'm I'm okay saying this publicly because you know I've never really fucked. I'm with scared him. she's gonna listen to this. That's her man. I know. I know. <laughs> Listen. Listen, Brittany, I know best. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm like the complete, the like definition of what we just described as being toxic. But no, like I just, I just think that Sam is seedy. I think that he's an actor. I think that he is obsessed with becoming, with being famous. He's fake. I think he's very disingenuous. He's yeah. very fake. I'm sorry. Like, I haven't seen a single like moment of him being no. kind of genuine i i get i get a little heated when i see him on one of these uh entertainment tonight shows or whatever these shows are Zachary. and he's doing that grin and he's like you know I... giving those 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 very like you said actor those are actor lines you know those yeah. are uh reading reading a script and you know he's got his thing that he's already gonna say it's mario lopez energy mm. deep and hard oh worse I think we're. I, I yeah. don't even think. Mar- I think Mario Lopez is still like saying things off. He's been in the business long enough that he's saying things off the top of his head, and you know, there's more genuineness that comes out of that. But Sam Asghari is, is very dude to all of this, and he's he he, not a thing that comes out of his mouth sounds like it wasn't rehearsed prior. Like any story that he makes, it sounds like it was recorded already, maybe two or three times. You know. Yeah. And oh, I think I hate putting obs- this out there. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Sam was the one I wasn't trying to like 
go go in on because just just in case she ever listened to it. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, she already if she knows who we are, she thinks that we're fucking psycho. Oh, we are psycho, but we love you, you know these beers. We if love you, you so much. It comes from a good place. It does. It does. And we don't know Sam, so he could be however, but he smiles weird. <laughs> What's also funny that you and I are talking about this on Zoom with like like it's like all of this like we're psychotic like we oh look God. like we can't say it though we can't say it don't do it <laughs> <laughs> Troy's holding up all of his memorabilia I've got a big ass Britney Spears like fully like a wall to oh, ceiling like, or like, uh, ceiling to floor length poster of Britney Spears um when Zach and I record, it's like I'm recording with him and Brittany together because it's like literally she is his whole wall. Uh, that is my like, favorite thing I, I own about Brittany. And I've had so many custom dolls made of Britney Spears that it is my pride and joy. Britney Spears, we love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just invite us to your house. <laughs> we love gumbo. We love sweet tea. Yes. And... I want to spin. I want to spin around in the new living room. I want to go to Maui. We'll go with you anytime, anytime. Listen, I work from home, Britney Spears. I can, I can call off work at a moment's notice. I can go with you to Maui. I'll and pay for Zach myself is, too. And Zach's a vlog. Like he makes beautiful. He's so good at editing videos. You want a beach video, Brittany? I got you. I got you, girl. This is the queen for it. I'm telling you. Um. Let's talk about, let's end things by talking about this song. Mm. This alleged song. I want to start with this. It was not okay. recorded in 2015. Bullshit. Okay. I, think this, I think if it is a real thing, because I also am skeptical that it's even a real thing. It was, it was, you are? It, yeah, it was recorded this year. Is there evidence that it, it was actually, actually, you know, recorded? Um, I think the only evidence that I've seen is that people like posting the, the dates that she would have recorded it in London and that she was like posting mm. pictures in her favorite London hotel room. When oh, I guess that's why she recorded. would be in London, right? That makes yeah. sense. That's huh. the only thing that I've seen. But so what do you think about this? I hope it's true. I think it's great for her to like. She needs to do something if she's coming back to the music industry. She needs to do something that's not super like glitzy, glamoury, you know, yeah. um, her being Britney Spears. She just needs to play with her voice and get to like mm. do whatever music she wants to do, even if it's like a tiny dancer cover. Britney Spears matches the word tiny dancer to a T, okay? Like, yeah. tiny dancer. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, she is just our tiny dancer. She spins, she dances in her little foyer, you know? Like, I think the word tiny dancer just applies to Britney Spears. and She I, is our tiny dancer. I really hope this is real because I would love a tiny dancer. I listen to the Tom Di Tom's Diner cover quite often. I really like it. Oh, that it's one. so good. Um, and I think yeah. tiny dancer, a, a duet with Elton John would be really nice for her. And it would be something that's like kind of a no pressure song, you know? <laughs> yeah. What do you That's think? my favorite thing you've ever said. What? She is our tiny dancer. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're right. It is perfect. It's like, I would never picture it, but it's like, it's perfect. Because it, it is, she is. She is our tiny dancer. Um, no, I think that this is great. And I agree with you. I love that it's like something kind of weird and like, like off the the normal kind of path that Britney would go I love down that you're calling it weird as if it wasn't a majorly successful 
Elton John staple. <laughs> it's a, like this little bohemian song that nobody's really ever heard of. This indie it's track. It's like a niche little, you know, you have to know somebody to know somebody. Um, but no, weird for her, you know? Yeah. What song would it's you have like, her record then? If you had to give her a cover to do. If she had to do a cover right now. and It'd be an 80s, very synthy. Mm song it would be something like tears for fears or something like that like i would it would be like an 80s synth like pop song i'm surprised you're saying that and not like fiona apple he troy tells me all the time he wants the britney spears fiona apple album he's always telling me that he's like i, just I don't like the do way you're fiona. saying it <laughs> i want a bolt but... cutters album <laughs> no i would love yes. it though i would love it and i would be here for it i want an experimental britney you know i really want that yeah. but i will always say that Harry Styles' Fine Line album, especially Watermelon Sugar, uh, Adore, was it Adore You or just Adore, that song, um, a bunch of albums on that, on that album, or, or a bunch of songs on that album, that was meant for Britney Spears. Watermelon Sugar, Whoa. you listen to it, the next time anybody on this podcast, oh listening to this podcast, listens to Watermelon Sugar, picture Britney Spears singing it, and you will never hear it the original way again. You will always hear Britney Spears singing it. And I picture her in my head at the VMA stage in that um uh, in that multicolored bedazzled uh kind of like tank top bustier thing with mm -hmm. the uh like cowboy shorts and mm -hmm. like the belt um and like a blue brat's car and the brass car is like floating above the audience well the, the brass car is floating above the audience and then it floats above the stage and the stage is raining and she's in the back seat and it's raining on her and she's singing watermelon sugar high as it's just so like it's like a combination around. of like do something and dream within a dream yes and yes. it's like it's and there's like, like obviously strawberries on the screen behind her okay <laughs> like like cool like bank banksy types of strawberries or something like that <laughs> I'm sure you guys are assuming that there are strawberries behind. There are artsy fartsy strawberries. Are, oh, the artsy fartsy strawberries. Okay, <laughs> that's. Oh, well, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know why I'm saying strawberries because it, it's watermelon sugar. But I picture in a strawberry instead. Yeah, I didn't even catch oh, but, that. I'm like went with it. But again, uh, watermelon sugar, guys. That is a Britney Spears song to a T. Um, and that's wow. what I'd like to hear her sing. But I'm very excited for Todd to answer. Yeah, I think it's. I think it'll be cool, and I think it's like the thing that's nice about it is that it feels like somebody taking her under their wing. Mm -hmm. It's like her with a legend, you know. That's yeah. cool. It's not her like alone. I like yeah, that. I do like that. I like that. I do. You, you've seen the Gaga and Elton John performance, haven't you? Mm -hmm. Where they do poker face and uh, yeah, I fucking love that one. I, I love it. Her. Elton John does I, a good I mean, like collab with with these younger artists yeah i was gonna say that he's really good at like making it a real collaboration and not like just taking over mm -hmm. you know and it'll i don't know it would be cool to also see like what he like where he kind of leads her creatively you know yeah oh oh he you might he, he might get her so juiced <laughs> to like record more tiny yeah. dancer music that we might yes. get a whole tiny dancer album you know I'm gonna she's, name this episode. She's like she a Tinkerbell. She's a tiny dancer, Tinkerbell. You know, dancing. I love she it. She is. I I will honestly believe that. I really do believe she's always been like a a pseudo Tinkerbell. Yeah. Full of fairy oh. dust. Oh, she is. She's a Tinkerbell, even blonde. <laughs> what color are Tinkerbell's eyes? Probably. Also, blue. by the way, before we end this episode, so Zach and I, 
have been so Britney's vault posted all of these uh Britney tattoos and their story and it was like mm-hmm. honestly I was laughing so fucking hard at the captions of these tattoos and all of them were dice or lips or a bee and Zach and I want to get Brit- a Britney tattoo but like don't know what can we do that in Vegas we could do that in Vegas yeah what better place oh my gosh I don't oh know because I kind of like it's very basic, but I do really like the dice, and I feel like it's very brilliant. I do too. But I don't know. I also just I don't know. I don't know what I do. Yeah, I really like the dice. I'm not kidding. Mm. Is that too basic though? It's cute. It's cute, and I like how cute. <laughs> Are we gonna get Britney dice? Can we? I don't know. We should maybe maybe one of the dice has like a little B on one of the sides too, or something. <gasps> like we could switch it up a little bit, or maybe one of us gets the dice, one of us gets the lips. I want a I want a tattoo of a little tiny dancer, Britney. That's the, <laughs> that's the one I want. She I is told, our tiny dancer. Could you imagine that ending up on like the worst tattoos, like a listicle from like BuzzFeed? <laughs> could it be so busted? It's like all like uh like infected. Oh my um, goodness. Well, Zachary. Do you have any? Is there anything that we didn't cover? Because these were my bulletins. If there was, there I think that's that all the updates add? for her, isn't it? Like we could talk yeah. about like her jetting around everywhere, but you know she she just jets around. You know she's vacationing. Yeah. Um, are you allowed to play music on your on your show? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to play just a clip of Watermelon Sugar. Okay. I want you to listen to the beginning of <gasps> okay. it. And I, I just, because I want everybody on fucking board with this, or else I'm insane. I'm going to try and hear, I'm going to close my eyes and try and, like, hear Okay. Brittany. Hear her, vo- hear her voice, okay? Okay. Tastes like strawberries on a summer evening. I can already feel it. Wait for it. I feel it. That's it, man. <laughs> and then you can. It was the. It was the breathe me. Breathe in me part. in. Breathe that me my out. Eyes it's literally... a Britney Spears tiny dancer lyric. <laughs> <laughs> my eyes were on springs when he yes. said that. Uh, no, you're right. You're right. It almost has like um. It's like the voice that she used in Seal It With A Kiss. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? It is. It's her, it's her song. So that's all I have for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> well, Zachary, thank you so much for doing this emergency episode with me. I always appreciate you, and I love Absolutely. you so much. Oh, I love you so much. I can't wait to see you in Vegas. We're going to go see Shania Twain, guys. Yeah, we're going to go see Shania. I've never seen, Have you seen her before? I've never seen her before, but I feel like I need to see her now because I feel like... As our favorite people get older, we need to see them before they stop doing what they're doing. Yes. I want her to, I want to praise her in person. I want her to hear my claps. I want her to hear Should my we wear screams. Undertaker jackets? <laughs> Not really. We won't really, but that'd um, be a nice little idea. I'm wearing the full, like, head to toe look from, uh, oh, from this I already moment. know. Oh, no, that's not what I'm doing. I'm doing, um, 
I'm absolutely doing uh, that. Don't impress me much. The, the, che- I the cheetah number. I knew you were going to say that. Of course, I knew of you were going to say that. I'm a joysy guy. Yes. Oh my god. Well, Zach, plug all of your stuff and where people can find you. Uh I do. A, I do a horror podcast with my buddy Ian called My Bloody Judy, and then I do a uh, 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 weekly, two times a week, just talk show with my husband called Coffee and Tequila. We've been on a little bit of break because my husband's schedule's all crazy, but we will come back. Um, yeah. Coffee and tequila is my replacement for daytime TV. Oh, fuck off, except fuck that off. I watch it at night in bed when I'm high. So I guess not, <laughs> but coffee and tequila is really good. They, I mean, everything's great that you do. I love you. By the way, I also want to plug your podcast with Jesse that y'all just, I saw that you just posted, he just posted the uh, the episode with Lindsay. I have to yeah. say, I'm so excited to listen to that. That is my favorite Lindsay Lohan era. I love oh, watching you'll love it. I watch it multiple times a year. It is just, I'm excited to hear this conversation. Oh, wow. We covered the whole show, too, not even just an episode. Perfect. So, well, guys, I hope that you enjoyed this. I hope that it helped clear something up. I don't know. I hope it didn't confuse you. It did nothing for anybody. Let's be real. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry about this waste of time, okay? But I love you, and I will see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Dunzo. This podcast is a part of the Solid Listen Network. Please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe if you haven't already. Also be sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash solidlisten for exclusive content. You can follow me on Twitter at Troy McGee, and you can follow the podcast on all forms of social media at DunzoPod. That's D-U-N-Z-O. Thank you to executive producer Molly McAleer and coordinating producer Nicole Matthew. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.